This week on the Barbell Chat Podcast, we discuss what you should expect when you're setting out on a diet. Hi guys, welcome to the Barbell Chat Podcast with me, Jamie Ring. And me, Sarah Melton. You were really deliberate on that. Hi guys, welcome to the Barbell Chat Podcast. You gotta mix you got you gotta mix it up, haven't you? you got what, to, so like, the people don't think it's just pre recorded. Yeah, you, you gotta like the shock the body. Shock the body, <laughs> shock the <laughs> oh mind. You're not starting this already. This is early doors, man. This is what? early doors. That's, that's highly um evidence based training advice. Okay. Mix it up. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah, before we start, folks, as well, Jamie's grumpy with me. Um, <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. Jamie's grumpy with me because I'm I over referred... It, I'm over it. Yeah, but they need to know this, guys. Because I referred to another PT yesterday who we don't work with, but we do know he's in the local area. He's a lovely guy. I referred to him as easy on the eye. Jamie got jealous that I've never referred to him as easy on the eye. So, folks, if you want to get involved on this and let him know if he's easy on the eye. All, all I can say is I'm like, I must be like rugged, whereas the PT <laughs> in question is, is quite pretty. I'm rugged, you know. Yeah. Not not so, quite easy on the eye, but got sort of like a, a manly, you know, je ne sais quoi about no, me. No, I don't you know either, actually. No, I don't. No, know. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you should just gym. nod and say, yes, 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 Sorry. yes, that's fine. Sorry. And we can get on with the podcast then. <laughs> no, I walked in the gym last night. One last thing. I walked in the gym last night and Jamie was there. He was like, I'm not talking to you. I'm not happy with you. I was like, oh, here we go. And I knew exactly what he was talking about. Sorry, love. I'm over it. Uh, like I say, I'm over it. I'm, I'm on to be- bigger and better things, you know. Okay. Getting on with the week. <laughs> Do you want a building update? Yes. There's there's a man with a there's a man with a big hose in my garden. <laughs> Jade's never been so happy in all of that. And uh, yeah, so he's he's spraying stuff all over the place. I bet he is. <laughs> <laughs> the concrete is going in the foundations today, so um, oh. there are about. This is not an exaggeration. There are about ten lorries outside my house. I drove past your house yesterday, you? and there, there was a mini digger out yeah. the front of oh, your house. Oh, we got house. two. We got two of those. Yeah, it was just like a little mini digger on the back of a flatbed, obviously waiting to be delivered. And I thought Jamie's getting his new toys yeah. delivered. That's what yeah. that is. Yeah, that was a mini digger, uh, and then, and then and then you, of course you got the micro digger as well. There's there's all sorts of uh, different things that we need. We need a dumper truck as well, but there's a difference between a dumper truck and a bulldozer, and it's very complicated, don't you know? Wow. <laughs> Building yes. talk to start the fitness podcast. Yeah. You know, a lot of our listeners probably, you know, can work, might work in the construction trade, so they might, like, you know, they might get something out of it. They might learn a few things from me. You might learn it. The manly man. You. The man who can. <laughs> the, the rugged man who yes. can. Yes. Mm, yeah. That's um, me, Anyway, should we do this? Should we? I think we've managed to spend the first what three minutes talking shit. Yeah, three That's minutes. Good. Oh, good, good, nice. Well, people need to know these things. They do they actually. To, like, so we've up. gone from having the baby update. Yeah. To now having let's have a building update. Have the baby update as well, but it's it's still the same. It's it's it, he poos, 
Uh, Does it come out in shapes like Play-Doh yet? That's the question. No, 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 no. It's still yellow and looks like curry korma. <laughs> Chicken korma. But just little bits Reason of it. Number three hundred sixty-seven. Um, sorry if you're eating your breakfast or listening to this tomorrow morning or whenever you're listening to it, eating food. It's not the best. Uh, oh. Yeah, so he still sleeps a lot in the day, doesn't sleep a lot at night, sucks mummy's boobies and has poos. So you know I was just about to say, have you actually spawned a vampire? Because he appears to have his um, sleep pattern the wrong way around yeah. and he's sucking on Jake. Yeah, he's got it mixed up massively, but I can't really remember what the other two did. So I guess... You just have to deal with it for a little while. Won't be long before he gets some sort of routine in. Hopefully. No, just another couple of years, you're fine. Don't worry about it. I'll start drill sergeant in him. Um, <laughs> right, so this week we're going to talk about um, what to expect from dieting. Uh, thoughts and feelings. We're going to get emotional. I, I feel we? like you should have some almost like pan pipe or yeah. violin music in the background yeah we so should like, get a soundboard actually I, th- I actually think music yeah do you know what i've actually got a little mini drum kit in here and i've just remembered that it's in here and you can't I think play that... see the music with a drum kit though can you no 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 but you know when you make those big valid points I oh think yeah actually i should get the drum kit yeah you should oh, do for literally... when I, I make my big valid points mm. and this is why <laughs> i said or i didn't say that you're easy on the eye uh, it's the big nose uh right so we're gonna <laughs> Yeah, we're going to have a chat about um, probably the way it's going to go is we're probably going to talk about the negative stuff first and oh, then potentially so get into the get into the stuff that makes dieting pretty awesome. I.e. Yeah, lo- the results, weight. yeah, the, yeah. The, actual, the actual losing body fat and feeling better about yourself and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, should we kick it off? Go for it. Um... When you diet, you are going to be hungry. Now, this probably sounds obvious. Um, and lots of people who aren't dieting feel hungry. But when you are actually dieting, then you're going to start realizing that you feel hungry more often, um, which is quite, oh my goodness me, you've got the drum kit out in front of you. Um, okay. When 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 dieting, it it does sort of take hunger up to a, a, another notch, basically, yes. doesn't it? Yeah, it does. There is scientific reason behind this. I mean, if you want to delve into it, you can do. Uh, yeah, we can do. Uh, you want to talk about leptin again? <laughs> leptin and ghrelin, commonly known as the gremlin. I'll talk about leptin. You can talk about ghrelin. How about that? Oh, yay! Hang on a minute. I'm just going to try it out. <laughs> oh, good. That's brilliant. <laughs> It's amazing. It's a bit dusty, but uh, it works. It was actually, yeah, it was actually one of Steve's Christmas presents because he is a drummer, right? Um, so just for the, for, just for the record, this is like a teeny tiny drum set, isn't it? It's called. It's it's classified as a desktop drums. Right. Yes. So it's not real. Well, it is real, I suppose. It's real. Anyway, I'm going to talk about leptin. So le- 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 leptin. <laughs> I'm going to give you a little ding. leptin is a hormone that um when there is lots of it in your bloodstream moving around as hormones do uh you feel less hungry it's like a hunger suppressant Um, the problem is that leptin is produced by um 
the number of so leptin is is uh, in your bloodstream directly proportional to the amount of fat cells you have that are full with triglycerides so the more fat you have the more leptin that is is released and is going through your body now the problem with this is that when you diet obviously you're dieting to try and lose some body fat and when you lose body fat what happens is the amount of leptin in your bloodstream goes down okay you can't you can't help this this is just a side effect of losing weight it's biological yeah. you're not going to stop it never going to stop it to be balanced so, so whatever whatever state it was in last it wants to go back to that state whether that's bigger smaller indifferent whatever yeah it wants to go back to it so it's equilibrium so you like i said the less fat in your body you have the uh less leptin you get because leptin is produced by those fat cells and so you become more hungry and unfortunately the less fat you have that's like the more you diet it keeps going in that direction as well so the less fat you have the hungrier you begin to be now that may seem strange but it's relative to you so for example someone who has been um who is fairly lean all year round um has never really had to diet before won't suddenly be hungry because they've got less leptin than the next person the person that has probably perhaps like 20 kilos overweight they have got more leptin and so they've become used to the more leptin so it's not when that person starts to lose the body fat you feel a difference in the leptin that you have in your body and you feel more hungry because you now uh things are changing in your body and you haven't got used to that yet it's not like there's a specific amount that we could say each person has to have within them. Yes. It's purely individual to the size and proportion of that person. Yeah. And it's so rel- I, I potentially you. will have more than Jamie has because actually I'm a bit of a duffer in comparison to Jamie. But that doesn't mean that he has... Oh, how do I wear this? It, it, it just means that in relative to me, in relative to him my body size will have more than his comparatively. Yes. Okay. So if that doesn't make sense, the key the key takeaways are basically the more body fat you have, the more leptin you have in your system. Uh, the more leptin you have, the less hungry you feel. When you start losing weight, you have less fat, therefore less leptin, therefore more hunger. But let's look at the good side of that because if you are hungry whilst you're dieting, it potentially shows that your leptin is going down therefore your body fat is going down yeah. so you could look at it if like you are that, feeling, rather yeah. than just going fuck i'm hungry of course of course it could be just because you haven't eaten uh, properly and you've just eaten shit and like loads of foods that haven't filled you up there is there is, there is there's what what tends to happen when you've been dieting for a while is even after literally straight after a meal you'll feel hungry even though you know you're full like, i've had a massive roast on a sunday but right in the depths of my diet and been hungry about half an hour later just because it just wasn't my body is wanting yeah. more and more food because what it wants to do is it the leptin is it, it's an evolutionary thing right so the less leptin you have the more hungry it makes you feel because you, you, your body wants you to take on more energy so it goes back up to the fat stores that it used to have because Feast believe it or not we've talked about this before haven't we believe it or not having more fat in terms of your body your body thinks that's a really good thing because it means that it's got more storage of energy for a rainy day or, you know, when there's a famine or, 
you know. And you can't find your mammoth from 30,000 years ago. It's that kind of stuff. Yeah. It is feast and famine, feast and famine. It wants to know that it's going to be okay if it starts to get starved, mm-hmm. basically. But yeah, so one of the emotions that you're going to feel is you're going to feel hungry. And typically this can sometimes turn into hanger and hung- hangry. Oh. Um, yeah. Because some people are quite food focused and especially in the depths of a diet or, you know, midway through a diet, you do get hungry and irrational, annoyed if you don't satiate that hunger. Um, and that's completely normal. Uh, the the thing to do is to address it. You know, you have to, sometimes you're going to have to decide when you're dieting whether you are actually hungry. Uh, and if, if you are, then perhaps you should get a snack, you know, low calorie, high volume snack like fruit and veg. Um, or the other thing that people are going to feel when they're dieting is they're going to feel bored and they're going to feel hungry because they're bored. Um, that happens so much and particularly for me I, I had this so much when I was dieting I had to really get in tune with my own body and work out am I actually hungry or am I just bored so I'm like hunting for food opening the cupboards again walking into my pantry and going right where are the biscuits oh yes that's right I didn't buy any because we're not allowed biscuits in the house at the moment yeah <laughs> that sort of thing yeah, I get hangry. Well, I used to. I don't get it as much anymore, actually. Probably because I just eat a little bit more frequently, actually, and balance my food out during the day. Do you get Do you get boredom hunger as well? Oh, fuck me. That's my driver. Yeah, that's the problem. That is my biggest problem. So if I want to diet, if I want to cut back, um, cutting back on food to a degree is okay, but put more cardio in for me. But no, I get really bored, really bored, and then I'm, I start rummaging. Yeah. So I I have to keep busy, have to keep busy. So, for example, um, if Steve's away, so if my husband's away, that's when my real boredom trigger kicks in because I've got no one to play with kind of thing. So I then start rummaging through the cupboards Yeah. and find the occasional yeah. chocolate-coated See, rice cake. I think, I think it's an important thing to mention um, for anyone that is dieting. It's well, That we get through this as well. Yeah, but mean? also I was thinking more along the lines of um sometimes hunger doesn't necessarily mean you actually have to eat i said if you if you if it is actually you, you've got you really have got to decide whether you are just bored or whether you are hungry because you haven't eaten for three hours or or, or so so it is a case of deciding whether you need to get a snack in or you know get 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 some protein in to make you a little bit fuller um but we we, we were talking just before the podcast started and we said that Sometimes when people eat because they're hungry, that's the thing that got you overweight and in the situation <laughs> yeah. that you were in, in the first I think place. I the, yeah, I kind of put it what did you say? differently to that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I think word for word, me being the diplomatic PC out of the pair of us that I am, I think I put, that's what got you fucking fat in the first place, Susan. I think those were my words. And you, and you are the most point... diplomatic between the two of us. I am the diplomatic one. But I think the point is, think about think about why you're dieting. Think about if you are overweight, why are you overweight? 
you know, the definition of insanity or stupidity, whatever it is, is constantly doing the same thing, expecting a different outcome. So constantly eating the same stuff that you've always eaten beforehand and expecting to be able to lose weight isn't going to cut it. You're going to have to change something. And going back to the thing you said about boredom, we've had this conversation before on a previous podcast many, many moons ago, actually. I think it was like top five tips for dieting or something. Yeah. And it was literally, if you think you're hungry, move. Go and do something. Take your mind off it. And also, if you think you're hungry, drink something. And I don't mean I don't mean like a 200-calorie latte. I mean... Vodka and cake? Your... Oh, yeah, that'll do. Glass of Prosecco. Why not? Especially, you know, 11 a.m. in the morning. Um... Go and drink, go and move, and then figure out if you're hungry. Sometimes snacking is also the thing that got you to where you are. You could have fantastic meals, fantastic breakfast, fantastic lunch, fantastic dinner, but sometimes it's that snacking that you that's probably got you to where you are. So yep. if you're going to reduce your calories, I'd actually probably start by reducing your snacking as well, actually. Yeah, uh, and, and like you said, go and do something, have a drink, and if you are then still hungry, you probably are hungry. Uh, yeah. it's not just boredom and they're the little things that you can do to kind of like diagnose your own hunger and whether you are actually hungry or not um I, I, just as you mentioned that about the snacking and that's what most people probably need to do there i think there's two or three different types of people when it comes yeah. to over a course of a long time they've they've got themselves into a situation that they probably ought not to like they've put on weight gradually and slowly over the course of two years it's either because they are raiding the biscuit tin at work or have the re- most quickest cake hands in the world <laughs> at, at office parties and when it's Deborah's birthday at the Deborah. office, they bring in the cake and you have three slices, not just the slice or half a slice that you probably should do. Um, and again, these are probably people working in an office where pretty sedentary in terms of their job, not burning many calories in the day. Offices and schools, I've worked in both of those, and they're both absolute minefields. For that sort of thing, yeah. yeah, Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I used to work in several different schools, and it it used to be that I would go to one school, they would have a cake out on the the staff room desk, and I would help myself to a piece of that, then go to another school and have to say, actually, no, that's enough cake for the day, because I knew that I was then going to another school after that, and they would probably be the same thing. Monday in, Monday in particular, birthday. because some people would bake on a Monday um, or it's their birthday over the weekend, they bring in the cake or the leftovers or whatever. It, it yeah. happened every single week, so it is pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. The second type of person is the weekend sabotager. Um, the people oh. that actually... <laughs> That's me! I will hold my hands up to that one and yeah. say, I don't do it every weekend. Uh, and I actually, I don't do it as often... I, but I do do it occasionally. So, say because I'm a family person, so we've got the kids over every now and then. Yeah. So it's kind of like let's let's get together, let's have a you know big Sunday lunch or whatever, and then maybe we'll have some pudding yeah. afterwards. But what I do do is I then recognise that I've done that and then rein myself in for the rest of the day. Yeah. So again, I think this is something we spoke about last so week. Instead if, of turning it into a fuck up weekend, well, I, I actually think that most people, having <laughs> now coached people for a while online. And so we talk through, I basically get food diaries and stuff from for, for weeks and weeks on end. And you get to see some sort of pattern in their eating. And they're really amazing. They're so um, committed and dedicated to reaching the calorie target in the week. And they're fine. And then it comes to the weekend. It's like, 
oh, I didn't track today because I knew it was going to be a roast or I knew we were having cheesecake for afters and I don't know how they're, to track that. They're the days that like, you want <laughs> to track so that you can understand what you're doing as well, though. So as, as a result of this, I mean, my coach, Dan, um, from Biceps and Banner, he, he, did, he does the same thing as I do. I start my week with my clients and my, my check-in day is on Wednesday. And there's a reason for that. It's not just randomly in the middle of the week. It's so that, particularly for fat loss clients, you can have a bad weekend where you let it go a little bit and then you can do what you've just said. You can, you can recognise that and adjust by Monday and Tuesday so that when it comes to check-in or the end of the week, you know, at the end of my week with my clients on a Wednesday, it means that you have addressed it. Okay, yeah. so if you were, for example, if you were to have um, your check-ins on a Monday and the very last day in the week was a Sunday, that is the day that everyone fucks up or, or Saturday. So mm. that would be a terrible day to then have a check-in with or a conversation with your client afterwards. So I always do it on Wednesday because it allows a couple of days to sort of like... Pull it back. Return, from no- return back to normal and maybe even like bring it back a little bit. And um, when we say return from normal, we do not mean spending monday like just either starving yourself and spending three hours doing cardio that is not if you get to that point where that is a necessity you've really fucked up and your your coach ought ought to be shot probably um if you've got i mean (laughs) i mean there is nothing wrong to say there is nothing wrong with intermittent fasting so generally because i spend my day on a wednesday sat on my ass in front of my laptop doing all of my documents for all of my clients i fast because i don't i don't need all of those calories that i'm putting in and also it just allows me to not think about food until like 3 4 o'clock in the afternoon so today i have fasted up until 3 p.m. and it works for me it really works for me because i don't have to think about food but I also am not then going and, and trying to spend another 3,000 calories, burning 3,000 calories on the cross trainer or the rowing yeah. machine or something like that. And, it, and, and I, like I, you say, I don't do it because I fucked up on a Tuesday. That's not what I'm doing it for. No. So. Um, last sort of negative point about dieting. I mean, we talked about you're going to be hungry. Um, but the other thing that people tend to do when they're dieting is they start moaning about it. Yeah. And I really can't stand people who moan about the fact that they're on a diet because you don't have to do it. No, you, you, you might you might need to do, to do it. You might need yeah. to do it to address some health issues and stuff. Yes, but you got yourself into that issue, and and like you've had the all of the cheesecake that you probably ought to have had for about a year. Yeah. Um, now you've got to address it. So there's a little bit of payback there, and there's a little bit of. Uh, Sort of like karma. comeuppance, yeah, karma. You, you've now got to sort it out. And, and actually, we're, so we're not trying to bash, like, we're not trying to fat shame and, and all that sort of stuff because that, that's a load of bollocks. But no, what we are trying to say to is... lose weight because potentially they, they work in a sedentary job. Yeah. And they don't know how to do it. And that's fine. Yeah. If you don't know it's... how to do it, you go and learn how to do it. And that's what we're here for. Yeah. But Simple, just yeah. little things. Like, you could go from an active job to a, a not-so-active job. And that is the thing that makes the difference in, in your energy expenditure. You carry yeah. on eating in the same way because we tend to, because we're creatures of habit. And yeah. and you end up putting on weight. that. But the key I've thing is to prime it, example of someone like that. That's my brother, that. who actually worked in the construction industry, was a was a builder, 
So I was out on the building site all day and then got a job still on the building site. Presumably a management sat- job, yeah. 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 Then just then I've seen this then, before. And would for years, years that git took the piss out of me because I was sat on my the, uh, ironically how our roles have changed. Yeah. I would be sat in the office for like eight, ten hours a day going with my fingers on a keyboard and then he'd go all right chubba lump which apparently was a term of endearment uh god love him um and then he went and got a job in an office i got a job as a more active um ta at a school so i was in sports department and science department i started to lose a little bit of weight now bear in mind i was never fat i was never massively overweight i was just a little bit chunky um and he started to put the weight on and he actually then said to me you were right I nearly fell over when he said that. But it goes to show, and he's eating it's habits. coming from a brother, didn't isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you were like, whoa, what did yeah. you just say there? But he, his eating habits didn't change. So now, over the last year, he's actually got himself in the gym, started doing a bit more exercise and stuff, started lifting again, um, and he's starting to reap the benefits. Yeah. So, hurrah, it does work. It does happen. And it comes back to... He like a fat pig, though. Yeah. You know, he's uh, never going to change that. Um, it comes back to the point we were making, like... I've written down on my notes for this podcast. How lucky are you to choose to reduce the amount of food that you're eating in order to lose weight? Yeah, like, and that is a luxury. People out there listening to this, going, yeah, but I don't live in bloody Africa. No, you don't. And so you are lucky to have that luxury. And you have got food available on your doorstep, even if you live on the poverty line. You still have the ability to eat, if not every day, every other day. And there are people who who potentially go to um food banks food banks all that kind of stuff they're still there yeah that kind of thing you know and again (laughs) we're not trying to shame people here we're just trying to say look you've made the conscious decision to start dieting good for you um and if you're body if you're like a bodybuilder or someone at physique competitor or something then even more lucky you're you're even more in a fortunate position to be able to choose to restrict or reduce the amount of stuff that you eat in order to do it for you know even even bodybuilders who are doing it basically for vanity and that is the extreme of of like being able to you know being lucky and being able to make these choices you know if you're if you're doing it for health reasons and obviously you've got some weight to lose then still good for you but don't moan about it let's get on and do it set some small goals why you're doing it and and actually put your mind to something because the chances yeah. are that lots of people who are in that position haven't really ever had to think about it before because it's, and that's the reason they've got themselves into that position because like I said before, it's probably habits and things like that. Yeah. And actually going back to a podcast, I think probably number two when we were talking about, and this is going back to the summer. So I was on a mini cut cause I was just about to go on holiday. You'd come off your cut cause you'd done your photo shoot. I was moaning about the fact that I was hungry. And the fact that it was hard. Yeah. But I still recognise that I'd chosen to put myself in that position. I still yeah, got I on and did it. you did say that on the podcast. Yeah, you said, oh, it's my choice. So. It is. It is yeah. absolutely my choice. Same, same for like me. Like mine was completely for vanity. Like, there's no health reasons for mine. Mine was just complete. Oh, I wanted to take my clothes off and have someone take a picture of me. So that's... You, you, you wanted <laughs> to know that you were rugged or easy on the eye. Well, <laughs> I don't think we proved that, to be honest. Ding, 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 ding. Right, so let's let's go on and talk about some of the good sides of, of dieting and what you are going to feel. Um, I want to start by saying that each week 
you're going to feel some sort of sense of achievement. If you yeah. are if you are losing weight, you're seeing the scale weight go down potentially. Um, if you're doing it my way, you'll be weighing yourself most days and seeing that yeah. average weight come down. If you're not weighing, which is totally fine as well, if you want to do it that way, don't want to because no. they get too hung up on the number, yeah. and I completely get that. Then you're gonna then that. you're gonna be seeing you you might physical not be able changes. to yeah you not might not be able to feel that physical change every week because you can't no. always, um, but you may be able to see over the course of a month. You might be thinking, oh, this dress is fitting for you so nice. You, you would you would think this dress yeah my dress nice, yeah. Um, the one for me, the one for me is always like gym clothing. You can feel it getting either tighter at the moment; it's getting real tight. <laughs> um, <laughs> you got a dad bod coming yeah. on, you have. Or, um, or it's uh, it's it's feeling maybe a little bit looser, and like you you can start wearing potentially a vest again or something a little bit more revealing because you feel a little bit more confident in yourself. Yeah. Those little things are awesome. They really Let's are, ju- and, and also, it makes all the suffering. I say, making that down sound really yeah, bad here. <laughs> if you want to know where to look on your body for these physical changes, let's talk about how the body actually gets rid of fat from a first point of view. It doesn't do it equally everywhere. I really wish it did, nor does it spot reduce. So what happens is it goes peripherally first. So if you were to stand with your feet apart and your arms out to the side, like the da Vinci Vitruvian man, the first place it's going to go is literally the face, the hands, the feet and ankles. So that's why people's rings start to feel a little bit looser. You always get people say, oh my God, you look like you've lost so much weight in your face. And you go, really? I've only lost like three pounds. So it goes there. Then it comes inwards a bit more. So then you're going to start wrists, elbows, forearms, a bit higher up on the ankles, the calves, the knees, boobs are going to go. Sorry, ladies. Oh, no. Oh, your man boobs are going to go. But then you start to see collarbones and shoulders and stuff like that. And that's when that's when you start to go, this is really working. So be aware, folks, this does not go in a straight line across the whole body. It goes what's called peripherally. And And the last place it's going to go, I'm really sorry, is your bum, your your belly and your thighs. Sorry. Depending on whether you're a bloke or a woman, it's in slightly different places. And gents, unfortunately... Unfortunately, gents, it's um, it's the abs. Usually stays on there for a lot longer than you want it to. Um, yeah. and, and it, also your age, because if you're menopausal, it's going to stay around for a lot longer. And also if you're a middle-aged man, it's going to stay there for a lot longer. So, Sorry. but but all of these things point towards one thing that we need to mention, and you kind of have, but not highlighted it. You need oh, to sorry, stick... Do you want a little drum roll for No, it? I was just going to say you need to stick stick to it. Like, because you're not going to see it come off in the areas that you want start to start with then it does mean that you're gonna have to stick with it for a little bit longer um and you might start a diet with the express purpose of for for blokes for blokes typically it's going to be right i want to reveal my abs unfortunately it's going to reveal some other stuff first but it will if you do it for long enough i promise that it will reveal your abs unless you've got really small abs anywhere between 12 weeks to six months to two years, depending yeah. on how hard you're dieting, and how, how big you are in the first place. Yeah, all of that kind of stuff. Forg- so don't don't think. Well, the magazine said I can get abs in four weeks, so therefore I'm no. Trust me, trust me, it's not going to work. Typically, not unless you're already at a decent sized body fat, and if you're dieting and listening to this podcast, you're probably not. Yeah. Um, 
for females, you're looking at people generally just want toned bum, um, toned arms, and those sorts, of, and and toned stomach. Again, it, it's it doesn't come first; it comes towards the end. But you've got to stick with it. It's 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 quite simple. You've got to just keep going with it, and that is hard because dieting is not easy, and it gets harder as you go and, and you lose more weight. Because unfortunately, some of the body doesn't some want of the adaptations there. that your body um, goes through mean that you're going to have to probably reduce your calories over time, do a bit more exercise. And the get... body doesn't want to go there. It wants to stop you from doing yeah. it. It's going to make it as hard as possible. It goes back to the feast and famine stuff. Yeah, goes back to what we talked doesn't about want... with leptin as well. It's... So uh, we're talking. About... We're going to talk about this next week a little bit more. Me and Sarah are going to do a a role play thing. Um, oh, not what you you're think. Gonna wear your dress. Not what you think. Oh, it's going to be marvelous. Um, we're going to take one of us is going to take exercise. One of us is going to take nutrition, and we're going to decide which one is the most important and we're going to play devil's advocate because there'll be Have something we decided who's going to do it I yeah i should... shotgunned nutrition so oh, i was yeah. going to say i think we should yeah you did i think we should do like an on air a live right now although live you wouldn't be listening to it live but you know what i mean like rock paper scissors as to who gets diet or exercise oh no <laughs> i really don't want diet <laughs> i mean i really don't oh! i do really don't want exercise same <laughs> hang on a minute i'm just gonna go the, but the way the way i'm thinking it is that you should have Diet, uh, exercise because uh, you're just so much better exercises than me and flattery will get you everywhere carry on <laughs> <laughs> and you've got really like good technique on all your lifts and um, <clears throat> I have too but not as good as you you know and, I, and I'm better at dieting uh, I'm not going to argue with either of those points well there we go so we've decided <laughs> thank you very much yeah, so we're going to role play because what's going to happen is we're going to get into some, some arguments on the podcast, basically. But oh. it's it's all going to be good fun, and and actually, we will probably agree with each other, um, secretly, behind closed doors. That yeah, maybe the last podcast we ever do, folks. So, <laughs> yeah, listening. It's been fun. It's been yeah. emotional. Um. So yeah, like what we're we saying, little goals, uh, little baby steps along the way are going to make you feel really good okay. about it and uh we've talked about it before those little process goals in order to build up to the outcome of losing weight but obviously it's don't, and also i know you mentioned this earlier don't there are so many people that do it who rely on what it says on the scales don't rely on what it says on the scales and also don't just pick a random number out of the air as to how much weight you want to lose as to what you think is then going to make you happy. I want to lose, I want to lose three stone in the next month. Um, all right. But uh, why three stone? Like, well, because I used to be three stone. Like, uh, uh, right. Okay. How about we, how how about we try and lose a pound first? And then if we carry on losing that pound, we might eventually get to a three stone. Yeah. And I promise you, Susan, losing three stone isn't going to make you happy. You need to figure out what it is that's making you unhappy in the first place. Weight is just a factor within all of this. It is not, it is the result of an unhappiness. It is not the driving factor. So please don't assume that losing weight is then going to make you happy. So the other, one of the other things that I was going to talk about um, with regards to make with the weight loss and, the, and you know the journey of dieting making you happier is something that my little brother said to me. He um, has lost nearly thirty kilos um, in well he lost it in like six months, but it's now been ten months and he's still going. Um, he keeps looking back 
And because he's lost so much, like my little boy Toby weighs around about, I think he weighs about 22 kilos. So less, six kilos less than the weight that he, my brother has lost. Holy um, shit. And when he carries him around, he's like, that's amazing that this feels heavy. Like he feels heavy on me and I was carrying around six kilograms heavy, yeah. like more than that weight. Yeah. And it's those little things you look back and you think, fuck me. I've really, really, I've worked my ass off and I've really done something special because it, we keep saying it, dieting is hard. And when you actually get some results with it, you're going to feel so good about that because you know how hard you've worked for it. And there are often times where people, um, Losing weight is is one of the biggest achievements that they have ever um, done in their life. And it's that sense of achievement after looking back that you can really start to enjoy. So I, um, that that thing that that your brother has done with, with your boy, where he's like, oh my God, this is really heavy. I've even done it where I've put ankle weights on people. Yeah. And they're, they're only like two pound ankle weights. So it's four pound in total. And I've said to them, walk around for 15 minutes and tell me how it feels. And they've come back and they've gone, bloody hell, oh, that's really knackered. hard. Yeah. And I'm like, that's just four pounds. How One of the things that you get from people and clients who have lost weight is they, they say things like, just simple things like climbing the stairs is a lot easier. They don't get out of breath now. Um, exactly. Things like getting up off the sofa is not, not difficult anymore. And you just, as as someone who's been relatively fit his whole life, apart from maybe for a couple of years at university where I was a fat slob, I find that very difficult to sort of relate to. But I get told it enough when clients or people that I've spoken to have lost weight that I, I know that it, it happens. I can't really relate to it. I've never really felt it, but I've had one it must week. be amazing. Had, yeah, it is. I, I've had a client this week who said, and she said to me, and I've had her for a long time, bless her. And if you were to look at her, you'd go, well, she doesn't look any, you know, people from the outside would probably go, well, she isn't any different. Trust me, psychologically, this girl has gone through and just Mount Everest to get to where she is. <clears throat> and I, and I have to remember every now and then that actually what is a massive step for her is a tiny step for other people. And I've, I, you know, I've been seeing her for a good couple of years now. She was actually my first ever client. Um, and she said to me this week, she said, I've just realised that if I look back over the last few weeks or few months or whatever, that the two minutes that you put me on, on the cross trainer in circuit stuff isn't as hard as it used to be. Mm-hmm. For her, that's monumental. You know, and these are tiny little things that we kind of take for granted that two minutes on a cross trainer is going to be, that's only two minutes, isn't it? But when you do that like three or four times in a little circuit base and you realise that it's become easier, you kind of go, oh, this is really cool. This is actually okay. You know, and things like she's having to pull her trousers up and stuff like that. So it all... Yeah, it all yeah I've, had that, I've had that from clients before as well. The, the whole, um, yeah, having to pull your trousers up or having to wear a belt. Yeah. Massive, like, absolutely I, I, massive. I can never get around my head around that one, but like i've had clients before where they're like properly buzzed off having to wear a belt yeah like and <laughs> also, brilliant. Look, i don't you know i have i've run out of holes on my belt and you just think okay that, that's cool yeah. but you have to remember that what it is that they've gone through where they've started yeah. and how much of an achievement this feels to them that's what i mean like it's all relative to the person who's that. gone on that journey oh, i hate using that I hate the word hashtag journey, journey. I hate it. Hashtag um, but it's true it is true. It is true. Uh, and like the only thing that I can liken it to really is is like my gym clothes feeling a bit baggy when I was dieting. But that was a shit thing because I, 
when when I was dieting, I felt like I didn't look like I lift until I took my top off, and then obviously I was pretty shredded. But yeah, until then, like you would you would comment on me like when when I was really like yeah. you'd say, oh, you look really really tiny, and like I'd be doing like an, oh, an yeah, arm workout or something. The and, possible way. Yeah, um, that was actually when we only first really knew each other. So even from the early part of our relationship, you were fucking hammering me. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah it's dieting's good apart from when it's fucking horrendous (laughs) and then it's just a ball ache but the end result is always good always good unless you give up halfway through and then unless you go to extremes in which case really please don't what's that sorry unless you go to extremes oh yeah please don't yeah don't do that there's no need Unless unless you've got sort of like, unless you're like a bodybuilder or prepping for a photo shoot or something, then sometimes yeah, it is a little bit necessary to go to an extreme. But again, that is your choice. If you're someone who just needs to lose weight and there's no like end goal, then no, you don't need to go to extremes. And we've talked about that before, haven't we? Like you just you don't need stop. to go towards the extreme end. It just doesn't need to happen. No. Right? Should we? Um... Do you want to do food of the week? Yeah, if you, which I know, if you want. and I said this before before we went on air. Um, doing food of the week on a dieting podcast is probably slightly ironic. Yeah, but we can do it. Go on. Yeah, what's your food of the week? Go on. Mine is fudge. <laughs> yeah, that's really not a so food, is it? Let's it was <sighs> any particular flavour. I mean, are yes, we now on fudge as opposed to Halo Top ice cream? Have we moved on? The reason that fudge is the food of the week for me is because it was my. It was mine and Jade's anniversary on Monday. We've been married for two years. I did not know that. Yeah, Why did no, you not tell because me this? we forgot as well. Like How our life is just forget? so fucking crazy at the moment that we just forgotten. Um, well, oh my god! You're a but douche. my mum, having said last week that she's an amazing baker, can also make some decent fudge, and so she made us some white chocolate, pistachio, and ba- Bailey's flavored fudge, which was proper, proper nice, really nice. So we got that on Monday, and I've eaten like. Most Probably about ninety percent of it, and there's one yeah. bit. There's one bit left in the pantry that Jade still hasn't eaten. I'm like, are you going to eat that? Because she's so. I want to eat that, but you've probably only had like one bit out of the fifteen bits that were there. You um, found <laughs> it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's that bad. Um, but she won't eat it. Like she'll she'll sit there for ages. No. And also, you know my why? my brother has got my brother without realizing that Mum had made us fudge, has bought me back today about half an hour ago from he's been on holiday in bath um and he's bought us some um some really nice white chocolate fudge back from from bath so it's fudge all over the place today and sure this week take that out of context it would be hilarious there's a joke in there somewhere yeah what about you popcorn popcorn bloody love popcorn and i'm sure i've had popcorn on it before but there is there is a time when popcorn is the only thing that will suffice so i know and i've even said you shouldn't do this i know that if i go shopping when i'm a little bit hungry really shouldn't do that should not have done that buy all the fudge and popcorn (laughs) i know that at the um Point of sale. So at the till, you know, you always get like the POS. Of... The POS. Is, is, reta- is... is this retail speak now, bro? Retail talk, brother. <laughs> darling. Um, I used to work in Next, sale. so POS is, you know. POS, darling. POS. Um, you know that there is always a line of chewing gum, 
Mars bars, leaflets about life insurance, and where we shop, Aldi popcorn. Yeah. Every day that goes in my bar. Do you know what else pisses me? Do you know what pisses me off about POS? What? The fucking tubs of Greys. You know that company, Greys? Yeah, I get that delivered. You actually have that. I suppose it's okay. It's okay in the hands of someone who's a bit more educated, but. Jesus Christ, I've had clients in the past where they have been smashing back the Grey's boxes because it's, you know, healthy fats, yo. All the nuts, yeah? Healthy fats. I'm like, yeah, it's also like fucking 300 calories just for a little snack. For a flapjack. Have an apple. Yeah, yeah, sort sort yourself out. Remember, let's go back to that snacking thing that we were talking about earlier. Stop it. Yeah. That pisses me off, though, because it's like right there and they do look pretty good. I mean, they are. And they're healthy, you know. Health, health, hashtag health. Yeah. Hashtag healthy, plant based. They've got, they've got, they've got cashews and they've got dark chocolate and they've got raisins in them and that's all really good for you because they come from health food stores. Yep. So it must be really good for you. You know. <laughs> right. I think we're done, aren't we? I think we're done. Cool. We will see you next week. Oh, get reviewing the podcast, listeners. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Direct. <laughs> Because we still haven't had any reviews and we think people like it. We've actually had quite a few more listeners than we've had in recent weeks. So Yeah, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, things are going. No- things are growing. People are listening to our <laughs> shit. <laughs> Jamie, we're going places. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big <laughs> time. Maybe we should get some ads on here, you know. Steady, sell out. Maybe some yeah, supplement companies, you get a discount code, you know, JR10 for my useless fucking supplement that does nothing apart from make you buzz your tits off let's do oh, that are you just talking about pre-workout again then yeah no. I'd, i've had a rant actually, i've had a rant actually. about uh white protein this morning we'll you know, we save that for another day we haven't got time right now <laughs> i saw that and i just kicked past it yeah <laughs> why because I, I, I was like fuck i haven't got time for jamie's stories right now i'm gonna come back to that in a minute <laughs> we'll do that next week we'll do that next week yeah we'll talk about that bastards my protein my heroes they ruined it for you. They've pissed me off so much. We'll <laughs> leave. We'll leave that as a a teaser for next week. All right. I was going to say. Right. All right. Here we go. We'll speak to you later. Drum roll. Ding. Oh god. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <That's> <laughs>